0: Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Here for the Crack with me, Emma Neal. I hope you're all doing well. Tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day. It's Christmas. It's Irish Christmas. (laughs) Can you believe that I literally stayed home for it and now I don't even think I want to go out. Oh guys, I can't make my mind up right basically. I've drank now two weekends in a row. And after my sober stint, I just feel like two weekends in a row was too much. It really sent me over the edge. I had the absolute what well, what do you call it when you get really down when you're hungover? Not the fear, because I wasn't anxious. Well, I did have the fear a little bit actually. Uh, but I also was just really depressed. And I had meetings on on the Monday, and like in all my meetings I do you know when you're just like you just don't believe in yourself and you're just like in a completely different headspace to just on another day where you know you're excited about life i was literally just like the opposite of excited about life i was in the pits and i knew it was from alcohol and i was like no this isn't happening i don't know if i can drink for saint patrick's day anymore here's my issue right it's a day thing so you lose the friday then you lose the Saturday from being hungover. Then you don't lose the Sunday as such, but you're not yourself. I mean, maybe if you're listening to this, you don't get like me and you are yourself by maybe even the Saturday. But yeah, I won't be myself. And I just am like, I've got too much shit to do, guys. There's too much going on that I can't afford to not be myself for this weekend. So am I going to back out? Is this going to be the first St. Patrick's Day? since I was literally about 15, that I haven't been celebrating it. Oh, I don't want to speak too soon because, you know, who knows? Things could all take a turn tomorrow and my friends could convince me to come, but it's not looking likely right now. I feel bad, those words coming out of my mouth. Like, I actually feel guilty saying them. It feels sacrilegious. Like, I'm not a real Irish person. Thing is, right, if it wasn't a daytime thing, if it was just, like, to a pub in the evening, I would probably go because... I feel like you can control that more. You can pop your head in for an hour or two. You can make sure you're home in bed by a certain time. You still have the whole day to get things done you need to do. See, tomorrow's plans. People want to be ready for one o'clock. So your whole day is written off. By the time I get up, go to the gym, have my breakfast, get ready, you're starting to drink. And then I just think you can get a little bit carried away. Like day drinking is so... What's the word? Like, you just feel very out of sorts. I don't think I'm a fan of day drinking. You know, loads of people love it because you can kind of, like, be in bed by 9pm and feel, okay, the next day, you know, still get, like, a full night's sleep. I'm not a huge day drinking person and I really... Okay, when the sun's out, like, in summertime, one or two drinks in the day, yeah, but I don't like being drunk during the day. There's something about natural sunlight and being drunk that makes me feel like, when I'm imagining it right now, I just feel dizzy thinking about it. Like, I just feel really out of sorts. It doesn't feel right. It's a nighttime activity to me. Something about the sun going down, the darkness, and it all being like a nighttime thing (laughs) is a little bit more like, what's the word? Not reassuring. It's like a little bit of a cloak over you. Oh, I don't even know how to explain this. But you just feel very exposed when you're daytime drinking and, you know, you're bumping into people that are literally stone cold sober walking to get their lunch from work. There's something really humbling about it. Do you know what? I actually really, it became very clear to me in Australia because there's such a big culture of day drinking in Australia, obviously, because they have way nicer weather. So they tend to just go out a lot earlier, like their Saturdays look very different to ours if they're drinking They'll literally be out from like, it's like a day thing, but then they'll be home in bed for 10 o'clock. Well, obviously, it depends what you're doing, but do you know what I mean? In general, that's like a big thing there. And they have lots of like day festivals and day parties and beach parties all during the day. And I just never really got into it. I don't know. I think I just like my days to get whatever I need to get done, done, or not even that. Like, say I literally have nothing to do, to just chill. Like, I don't want to go to the beach and drink. I want to go to the beach and sunbathe and chill and swim and then drink after. <laughs> it's like, do you ever get when you're on holiday and... You know the way you get a little bit carried away when you're on holiday? Because there's, like, no rules with when you can or can't drink. And it's almost like you're always having a battle internally. <laughs> or not even internally, but, like, with your family or with your friends or whoever. You're you're always like, is it too early to have one? Like, is it time? what about now, what about a wee, you know, cocktail now and then we'll have one and then we'll wait and have more when we're back at the house. I don't know, it's just like a constant, is it too early to do it? And a lot of the time you can end up getting a little bit carried away because you're obviously on holiday, you've got no other plans or commitments. Next thing you know, you've had one too many on the beach and it's literally three o'clock and you still have to go home, have a shower, get ready, go out for dinner Do you know that feeling and you're like tired but drunk and just really out of sorts and like the moment of realisation where you know you have to actually go home and do things and like get ready and then like be presentable to go to dinner and stuff. That's just what day drinking reminds me of. Yeah, obviously when you're listening to this, St. Patrick's Day will have already happened so I hope you all had a fabulous St. Patrick's Day, my fellow Irish queens and kings. I'm actually going to go back to Leeds next week finally I've, it's actually a bit of a joke at this point how little time I've spent there over the last three years of university. I could probably total the amount of months I've spent there in three years on two hands. and like that is really bad considering, you know, I'm paying for rent there for a whole three years. But yeah, I'll be going back for only two weeks because then it's Easter and then I'll be home again for two weeks and then I'll go back for like, i don't know two or three weeks and then i think i'm actually done how mad is that i don't think i'm dreading it as much as i was before i was really really dreading it before and i was really worried about like the loneliness side of things but now i'm very much like ready to just be lonely and just get my work done do you ever get that where you just like know you need that time to get your shit done Because, like, everyone else is going to be, you know, revising for their exams, doing their dissertation. It's not a time to be social. And I think if I'm surrounded by other people getting their head down, it's going to make me do the same. I just feel like I have too much, too many options to do things in Belfast all the time. Like, there's always something I can be doing that's not uni work, so I can always have an excuse But like in Leeds, I very much do not have that excuse. Like I'm there to go to uni and to get my work done. So I end up just going to the library loads. And yeah, I think that's going to be the best thing for me, to be honest, over the next few weeks. Do you know what? I think I'm going to have to retract last week's recommendation of the week. Because I said... I think at that point I'd only watched one or two episodes of the new season of You. And I just couldn't think of any other recommendations for the week. So I was just like, oh, you know what? Yeah, watch You. It's really good. And I don't think it's bad. But I also don't think I'd be recommending loads people to be watching the new season of it. Like, it's not terrible. And if you're out of things to watch and you've watched season one, two and three, yeah, start four. But like, it's not great in comparison to the previous ones, I don't think. One and two were really good. Three, not so much. Four, I just feel like it's dragging on a little bit now. Is it not just more of the same shit? I don't know. I think I'm a little bit bored of just hearing Joe's constant inner monologue and it always being like the same thing. Do you know what I mean? I'll still definitely finish it though. Like I'm more than halfway through. I think there's 10 episodes. I'm on like six or something. So it's good enough to like finish. But yeah. It's. Not, I'm going to retract it as last week's recommendation of the week. My recommendation for this week is actually going to be a food thing. I'm raging. So I made this last night and I'm raging I didn't film it for uh, TikTok because it was so, so good. And when I was eating it, I was like, oh my God, this tastes unbelievable. I wish I filmed a recipe video for this, but I'll definitely do that next week or something. It sounds really basic, but it is to make a rice stir fry with Beyond Burgers. I don't know why I haven't thought of doing this before, because I'm obsessed with Beyond Burgers. Like, see when the sun, see when it starts to become a bit warmer and the sun comes out and it becomes barbecue season. I am a whore for a good barbecue. Beyond Burgers, Richmond sausages, also the this sausages, and then like all the salads that you do with the barbecue. That, as a cuisine, has me in a chokehold. And to be honest, I'm raging. We don't just do it throughout the whole year but yeah weirdly enough I don't really have burgers outside of a barbecue I don't know like you know the way loads of people do like burgers on a Friday night or like steak and chips type of thing or like burger and chips on a Friday night that never really comes to mind for me for some reason should probably start doing it more because I do love stuff like that But it's very much like a summer barbecue thing for me. But my dad bought some Beyond Burgers the other day and they were sitting in the fridge and I was like, what can I do with them that isn't having burger and chips? Because sometimes you're just not in the mood for that. Like that is a big feed with the bun and the potatoes and everything. Like it is a lot, but I needed to use them up because they were going off the next day. So I was like, right, why don't I fry them and then chop them up into little like burger strips and then chuck it into a stir fry let's give this a go and see how it turns out like it can't be bad it was so fucking good like it was actually incredible something about like because I fried it in sesame oil and something about like the burger flavors like the burger juices mixing in with the sesame oil and then mixing that in with the stir fry like the flavor it gave the rice it was incredible I'm not telling you you have to try it The veg I added was red onion, Brussels sprouts halved because they go so nice when you fry them with like soy sauce and sriracha, tender stem broccoli, green beans. Was that everything? I think that was everything. And then white rice with a bit of rice wine vinegar, soy sauce, sesame oil, ginger, garlic, chili, the holy trinity. Was that everything? Oh, and sriracha. Oh, so good guys. Honestly, I promise you I will do a recipe video for it soon. Even my dad was like, that literally tastes like normal burger if you gave that to me I would not know that was vegan and that's coming from a meat-eating Irish man burger loving Irish man okay so that's really saying something my words of the week for this week are if you're a giver remember to learn your limits because the takers don't have any I really want to start remembering to do my pit and peak of the week every week I don't know why I really like hearing other people's pit and peaks of the week so if I can remember, I will try and do this every week. But my pit and peak of this week... Okay, my pit of the week was just living with two men, actually. That's... <laughs> it's quite a big pit because it's it was for a few days. And um, yeah, my mum decided to leave me again. So that is my pit of the week. If I have to ask one more person to tie it up after themselves, I think I will just jump out my window. Okay, and my peak of the week was... On Saturday night, I this is funny because drinking slash alcohol related, yet here I am being like, I'm never drinking ever again. (laughs) But it does bring fun times. So on Saturday night, I went to a bar in Belfast called Woodworkers. If you have been to Belfast or you're from Belfast, it's like the craft beer slash cocktail bit of Lavery's. So it is all kind of connected, like when you go up the stairs it does bring you into Lavery's, but it's like a separate little section of it that's a bit more, I don't know, it's just different to Lavery's. Um, They have a shit ton of beers on top, like I think they've got 16 different craft beers on top and they've got a really cool cocktail menu and they do like a lot of their cocktails that traditionally wouldn't be vegan, that would be made with like egg whites and stuff, they do them all vegan, which is really cool. And they also do this beer tasting thing. So, you know, if you if you go and you just like see all these beers and you're a bit overwhelmed and you're like, oh, I want to try them all, but I don't know where to start. I don't know what I'm going to like. I don't want to get a full pint of something and not like it. So they do like a beer tasting board where basically you can either get eight or 16 and you pick them all or you can just tell them to pick for you. And they bring out like a big board of like, they're almost like little shots. It's like the size of a double shot I guess no probably a bit bigger than that but yeah it's just like a little mini beer it's so cute and then you get to try them all the only thing I will say about that is that they're not they don't come out numbered so if you were doing it to then be like okay no I want to get a full pint of this I wouldn't have known what that was do you know what I mean say I really liked a few of them and I was like oh I want to get cans of them when I'm next in you know the craft beer shop I wouldn't have a clue which one they were nothing was labeled with like numbers or yeah they didn't like set it on in the table and tell you what was what but yeah I just thought that was really fun and I also tried some people will find this disgusting like a lot of people will listen to this and literally be heaving at me even saying this but they do they do a pickle juice cocktail and the second I saw it I was like I want that no <laughs> it's basically they do two different ones that have pickle juice in them the one I got had vodka pickle juice I can't even remember the other ingredients in it. It was very pickle juicy. It was exactly what I expected. And I absolutely loved it. I'm a pickle girly through and through. That was my shit. But the person I was with was like, no, that literally tastes like a Big Mac. So each to their own. But I thought the pickle cocktail was delicious. Oh, it was called a pickle sour actually. So it must have had lemon juice and aquafaba in it as well. Aquafaba is like the juice of chickpeas and that's what they use as a vegan alternative to egg whites to make drinks go all foamy. So yeah, it was the pickle sour. It had vodka, pickle juice, lemon juice and aquafaba in it and probably some sugar syrup. So good. That was my peak. Okay, so for this week's podcast topic, we're going to keep it a little bit more lighthearted. I feel like a lot of the episodes recently have been You know, pretty big topics and I wanted to keep this week's a little bit more fun and talk about some fashion trends that I just can't seem to get on board with. I feel like it goes without saying, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Fashion is so subjective. I don't want anyone to listen to any of these things and think, oh my god, I wear that and she hates it. Maybe I shouldn't like it. What if it doesn't look good? Like, no, fashion is so subjective and everyone likes completely different things. I am 100% sure that there has been a multitude of outfits that I've posted on my Instagram that you haven't liked. Just in the same way like there's a lot of outfits on other people that I don't like. That doesn't mean to say as well that I don't think they look good in it. You know you could look at one of my outfits and think I look good in it but still be like I would never ever step foot into that outfit. Or you might literally look at it on me and think, no, don't like that at all. Don't like it on her. Don't like it on anyone. And it literally doesn't matter because, I mean, I think the best thing about life is that we all have different tastes in everything. It's what makes there be variety. It's what makes people be who they are. Because, you know, if we were all the same and we were all into the exact same fashion and the exact same food and the exact same interiors and the exact same everything, life would be so fucking boring. So yeah, just because I'm saying it's not something I would personally wear and it's a trend that I'm not getting on board with doesn't mean that you shouldn't and doesn't mean that I can't appreciate that it doesn't look good on other people. Also, I just think ultimately if you feel comfortable in something, like what does anyone else's opinion matter? If you feel comfortable and you feel good in it, no one should be able to affect that. So please no one get offended by any of these trends I'm about to say. (laughs) Okay, so my first fashion faux pas is navy and black. It's the colour combination of navy and black. You know where this stems from? My school uniform. My school uniform was navy skirt, navy jumper, navy tie, but then black tights, black shoes, black blazer. Uh, Something about it just really eats away at my soul. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but the whole navy and black thing... It's just not a bit of me, and it probably does completely come down to the school uniform thing. I feel like it's a very uniform thing, like you see men wearing you know navy suits or black shoes or or you'd see like boys wearing you know like navy football shorts and like a black training t-shirt, and every time I see it, something inside me just cringes like I just can't I can't deal with it. I'm sorry, it's just yeah, that is something I will never put on my body ever again wearing navy and black in the same outfit blue and black yes even that kind of you know that vintage navy that's a little bit more bluish grayish kind of do you know what I'm talking about like that with black yes but I mean like actual dark dark navy and black no I'm sorry no (laughs) my next one's actually another color combination that again I just can never bring myself to do. You know what, I'll say this and then I bet in literally a week's time I'm going to be wearing an outfit that is featuring this colour combination or something. But right now when I'm picturing it in my head, it's just, it's not for me. Okay, and the colour combination is beige and grey. Right, here's the thing for me. Beige is a warm neutral, yeah? And grey is a cool tone neutral. I am a big fan of clashing any colour with any colour. Like, you know me, I will literally wear all the colours of the rainbow in one outfit. But to me, you need to pick one of the neutrals to go with the things you're wearing. Does that make sense? So like, for example, if I'm wearing an outfit and it's got a lot of purples and blues and like cool tones in it, then if I need a basic to go with that, it's going to be on the cool tone side of things. It's going to be a grey. It's going to be a a blue jean it's going to be you know what I mean it's going to be in the cool tone the cool tone um, family whereas you know if I'm wearing an outfit that's got a lot of yellows and oranges and I was gonna say red but I literally don't wear red but if I'm wearing things that are more warm tone then yeah wear a beige or wear a cream like one of those types of neutrals but I just don't like this grey and beige together and you know how you see it being worn a lot is people wearing full grey tracksuits with brown or beige Uggs and a beige trench coat and every time I see that oh I don't know it's like it's honestly sends shivers up my spine it it just doesn't work it literally it just doesn't compute in my head I'm sorry and as I said like I'm such a fan of like literally wearing any and every colour together but Beige and grey just, yeah, it doesn't sit right with me again. It's like black and navy. I just think if you're going to wear a grey tracksuit, you've got so many other options of colours to wear over that, you know? Wear a khaki trench, wear a black trench, wear a black leather jacket, wear a blue puffer coat. There's so many options and that's why it just pains me because, you know, just keep beige out of that option. Here's me two minutes ago, literally being like, do not take anything like I'm saying offensively and like you shouldn't wear them. And then now I'm just like, do not wear it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm joking. You can obviously wear whatever you want. There's no rules in fashion, but you won't catch me in a grey tracksuit with a beige trench. Next trend you will never catch me in is ballet flats. Now, this is one of those ones where I love on other people, especially when it's done right. You know, just with the right outfit on the right person, it looks so good. But you will never see me in a pair of ballet flats. And I, I was a ballerina. <laughs> I say I was a ballerina like like I was a professional ballerina. I just did up to my grade eight, but I consider myself a ballerina. <laughs> um, so like I was, you know, big fan of my whole ballet get up and my leg warmers and my ballet shoes, but I just think that would never cross my mind to put ballet flats on with an outfit like I can think of a hundred other shoes I would put on before reaching for a pair of ballet flats And I also just think I'm very short it's not necessary for my foot to be that close to the ground like I don't need to feel the grooves in the footpath when I'm like I don't need to feel the grooves in the cobblestones when I'm walking on them do you know what I mean that is why we have platforms on our shoes and that is why I will never be wearing ballet flats (laughs) but I mean slay if you pull it off I just would never be able to pull it off I don't think okay next trend is another thing that I see on other people and I think slay and I wish I could be that girl but it will just never be me and that is bodycon dresses they just don't suit my body type. They make me look like a fridge. Like, they actually make me look like I'm built like a rectangle. Which just because I probably am. But <laughs> we don't need to accentuate that. And, yeah, I don't know. I can do, like, I can do a tight top. I can do a bodycon skirt. But, see, when you have a full bodycon dress on me, no, it's just not a bit of me. And I've, I've kind of known that from literally... I think I used to wear them when I, you know, when you first start going out to like wee underage events, I think I used to wear bodycon stuff then, but I very quickly realised that they just did not do anything for me. So I haven't been in the bodycon dress club for a solid 10 years. I'm much more of a floaty, flowy dress kind of gal. Like I'll still do a mini dress 100%, but it'll just be more loose and flowy. It's a lot more comfortable. You can eat as much as you want in a little flowy dress. Do you know what? I have skinny jeans next on my list but I actually don't think skinny jeans are that offensive. I mean I wouldn't be wearing them right now but I think that's just because that's not what's in trend. Like I think we're gonna find ourselves in I don't know what five ten years time wearing skinny jeans again. I think in general people just laugh at them now but it's actually just because they're not in trend. Like that silhouette and that shape isn't in trend but like You know, when was it, 10 years ago, when they were so on trend, that was so cool to be, to have all these funky patterned and cool skinny jeans, and then like big oversized stuff on top, and I still like that silhouette, I just don't really wear it that often. Well, in fact, yeah, I don't wear my skinny jeans anymore. I found a pile of my skinny jeans the other day that I have kept specifically for this reason, because they're really funky patterned ones, and... I know when they come back in style, I will regret so much if I've just, like, given them to a charity shop when I'm spending, like, 80 quid on a new pair of funky jeans. I mean, who knows, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I will never, ever get them out of that bag, but I just feel like everything comes back in. I will say, though, a big fashion faux pas that we all loved back in the day was the old jeggings. Ooh, sorry. (laughs) I can't believe we actually collectively all decided that was a good idea to put them on our bodies. If jeggings ever decide to make a reappearance and come back in style, you can bet I will not be on board with it this time. And I'm angry at my mother for letting me be on board with it the last time. Remember us all kicking about in our Abercrombie t-shirts and our jeggings and our Uggs? No, it makes me want to YD. Oh, that brings me on to our next one, which is leggings as trousers. Let me explain this one. <laughs> so leggings for working out in, yes. Leggings for running errands with a little hoodie and, you know, your trainers or your Uggs, yes. Leggings for, you know, athleisure, going for a walk, meeting your friends for a coffee because then you're like nipping to the shops after. Little things like that. Leggings for, it, yes. But leggings as trousers, like with a nice outfit. No, not for me. Like for me... If, it, if if the outfit looks sporty, if the outfit like is quite sporty, if it's like with featuring a hoodie or a jumper or some sort of like, you know, sporty vibe, trainers on the bottom or comfy shoes, whatever it is, then yes, leggings is so fine. But I just think the second you put on a nice top and a jacket, the leggings need to come off. You know, you could even sub them for joggers, for like a nice jogger. That's even more comfy than leggings but to me leggings just don't go with that but maybe this is in the same line with the whole jagging thing and it's more just the whole it's more just like the really skinny thing that I I don't know okay next up is something that I wish I could wear and it's because they look so good on literally everyone apart from me and that is you know those right you know those vests and they went quite like they were really popular they went quite viral from Urban Outfitters and they were, they're they like those little crop vests with the v-neck and they literally give you like a boob job and like they give you a free boob job in a vest, whatever way they make people's boobs sit. They look so good on everyone and they make everyone's boobs look so good. I wish you could see what that looks like on me. In fact, I actually don't wish that you could see that. The thing is about those tops is that you need something there to be able to give that lifted pushed in effect that those tops give and for me there's just not enough there to do that so what it actually does instead is the complete opposite and because it's that like tight compressiony material it actually further flattens them and yeah it's just it doesn't give what it gives other people is what i will tell you and i think add that on to then having like i have like a really big rib cage I don't know if anyone else can relate to this. My rib cage like really sticks out. So then it it looks like bigger than my uh yeah. It's just a no for me. I really wish it wasn't, but yeah. I will never be able to wear those tops. And I have come to accept that. I actually tried a variation of it on the other day. I was in Gilly Hicks, which is like I keep telling this to people and people are like, what is Gilly Hicks? Gilly Hicks is like owned by Hollister, but it's like their activewear and like sleepwear and stuff. But they've got a shop in Victoria Square in Belfast and I was in it the other day and I saw one of those tops. I thought, do you know what? I'll try one of them on again. Like I'd tried them on before in Urban Night but I saw it in Gilly Hicks. I thought, I'll try it on again. It's been years since I've tried that on. Same thing, if not worse. So yeah, we're we're coming to accept that. That's just never a style of top that I will ever be able to wear in my whole life. Okay, the next two is some colours. Not colour combinations like the first ones, but just straight up colours that I just can't seem to wear. I just have an aversion to these colours to the point that like, I don't even bother to try on things of these colours because I just know that they don't suit me. I'm sure everyone has their colours that they know just don't suit them. And for me, the first one is red. I feel like you're just a red person or you're not. And if you're a red person, you love it. Like, you will get red everything. And if you're not a red person, you will have never worn red in your entire life like me. I don't have a single piece of red clothing in my wardrobe. I think the only red thing I've ever owned in my entire life is, like, red underwear. And even that is, like... I. I don't know. I don't feel that comfortable in it even though no one else sees it. I just I don't like red or not that I don't like red. I just don't like red on me. I don't think it looks good on me. I don't think it's flattering. I don't like red lipstick on me. I don't like red nails on me. I don't like red clothes on me. I don't like red interiors to be in my room. I just don't like red anything. When it's to do with me, but when I see other people in red, I think it looks so good. Like people that really suit red and can pull off those really nice, striking red gowns on the red carpet, or like you see a lot of girls in red formal dresses with like a red lip, and it looks so good. But it's just not me. And when I have my own house and things, like you won't see anything red in the whole house. Oh, do you know what I have actually? Under red bikini once. That was quite nice, to be fair. But yeah, that's the height of it. To me, red is just too... I don't know if I associate it too much with, like, football shirts. Like, I just think of, like, Liverpool and, like, Man United. But then I don't have any... I don't know. It's a very sport kit colour to me, I think. Which is kind of the same, I guess, as what the next colour I'm going to say is. And that is electric blue. Again, it just screams football jerseys to me. Like, Chelsea... I'm trying to think of other ones and I don't know. I don't think I've always disliked electric blue and in fact, again, another colour that, you know, if you pull it off and it's a good colour on you, it looks so good. I was actually at this event the other day and a girl was wearing like a full satin electric blue two-piece type of thing. You know, those kind of ones that are almost like pyjamas, like the silky shirt and the flowy trousers and it looked unreal on her, but I'm just not an electric blue person but I'm pretty sure I used to be. I remember having like an electric blue hoodie and I remember having this like satin electric blue puffer coat that was actually really cool. Oh, and I also had electric blue Adidas. What were those shoes called we all used to love? And they had the really hard front bit. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I'm not going to be able to remember the name of them. So weirdly enough, I did used to be an electric blue person, but not anymore. I don't know what changed. Next up. Again something I used to be a huge fan of and that is fringing. I used to be obsessed with the fringing trend. I used to have jackets with fringing on it, dresses, skirts. I had this blue suede bag that had fringing and tassels all over it which I absolutely loved. I literally never took the thing off. I don't know my vibe for a while was fringe stuff. That was like my thing. I feel like and I actually I, I think I've sold slash given away most of my things that had any type of fringing on it apart from this one top that oh my god it's red I haven't worn it in literally years anyway yeah apart from this one top that has fringing on it and it's like suede it's really cool but I don't find myself wearing it that often but I'm just like a little bit reluctant to throw it out because it's it is quite cool anyway that's besides the point I used to be a huge fringed fashion lover but now it just screams like 2010 top shop to me <laughs> like top shop trying to be like trying to embark on the fringing trend and trying to bring back the whole fringing trend whether it be you know in a hippie way or in a more western way or in a more do you know what i mean i don't know it just really is giving top shop circa 2010 Like I can quite clearly imagine all of the fringed garments I was obsessed with and I very clearly remember them all being from Topshop around the same kind of time. (laughs) I obviously know as well the fringing trend did not come from them by the way. I'm not saying that the fringing trend came from Topshop in 2010. I was actually writing about this in a thing for uni the other day. The fringing trend goes right back to literally like Native Americans. And then, you know, it was brought back in by the hippies and then the punks. And it's kind of been one of those trends that it keeps reappearing through literally every decade. But I don't think it's a trend I'm ever going to be jumping back on board with, to be honest. Maybe the odd bit here and there, like on a nice half caftan or something. But yeah, you won't find me covered head to toe in it like I was at one point in my life. All right, the next big fashion no for me. Do you remember that phase everyone was going through where they were cutting their tights and making tops out of them? I think we all need to take a little bit of self-reflection on that time, to be honest. I actually did jump on board with this, but for the sake of a Halloween costume. Like, I basically didn't have a costume, so I was basing it around my makeup and then just, like, wearing all black. And I thought, you know, this is a good way of jazzing it up without having to spend any money. Like, I can literally use a pair of tights that's in my wardrobe. But I think that says a lot the fact that I was (laughs) using or doing it for a Halloween costume. Safe to say I'm glad that trend has passed. When was that? That must have been like two Halloweens ago. Pretty happy that trend has faded out. (laughs) The next fashion trend I strongly dislike is anything that remotely looks like a British or American flag. Like anything that has those Blue, red and white stripes. First of all, I already have told you I don't like red or electric blue. So we're combining two of my most hated colours here and we're making things that resemble flags. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. No. (laughs) Just like anything with like red stars on it, blue and white stripes. And you know what? It doesn't even actually have to look like a flag. Like it doesn't need to have a flag on it. I think just those three colours are so... Like I associate them so much with those two flags that those three colours on anything, I'm just like, no, absolutely not. Even trainers. I feel like a lot of trainers are like white with blue and red on them and I I will never wear them because they're just, they scream British or American flag to me. My last fashion faux pas for this week's episode, it has to be anything that is like overly varsity looking. And what I mean by that is like, do you know those really American-looking, like, varsity baseball jackets? And they, like, Boohoo have really ripped the piss out of them and made those, like, really tacky-looking, really cheap, like, shiny baseball varsity jackets. I despise nothing more. I actually did try on one of these ones that I quite liked, but I think it was because it was, like, not overly varsity-looking and not... And it wasn't really... It wasn't a Boohoo one, essentially. <laughs> It was from this street. There's a streetwear brand from Leeds and it's called, I actually don't know how to pronounce the full name, but it's called MKI. And then the rest of it's like some Japanese name that I don't know how you say. But if you look up MKI on Instagram, you'll probably be able to find it. But yeah, it's like a really cool streetwear brand and they have a shop in the Corn Exchange in Leeds. I've never actually bought anything from it. I just always go into it and try things on because it's quite expensive. So I feel like yeah, you would want to, you know, think about any purchases in there before you buy them. But I've tried on there, I guess you would call it a varsity jacket. And it was really thick and heavy and almost like a cross between like a leather jacket and a bomber jacket or something. It wasn't too heavily like branded in the way some of those varsity jackets are. And I think, yeah, I don't know. I quite liked it, but I was like, I don't know if it's worth me getting it. Because am I going to give myself the ick when I put it on? And all I can see is like a varsity baseball jacket do you know what I mean but I don't know sometimes I think people look good in these I have seen some people pull these off some of the really nice ones from streetwear brands I think when boys with good style wear them it's cool but I hate the I hate the boohoo ones and I hate you know when people wear them with like ripped skinny jeans that is the ick (laughs) that is the ick right there And that concludes my fashion faux pas for this week's episode. Let me know if you enjoyed it because I'm sure I could think of some more fashion trends I dislike for another episode of this in the future. Or maybe you hated it and I just slagged you off the whole time and now you're never going to listen to this again. (laughs) But yeah, please literally take everything I said with a pinch of salt. Like I am not qualified to be giving anyone fashion advice as you can definitely tell from all the clothes I wear that are a lot of the time a little bit wacky and not to everyone's taste. And I'm sure if one of you were to sit down and do a podcast on trends, you'd it would 100% include a lot of the things I wear. So please just bear that in mind. Everyone has different styles and tastes and is comfortable in different clothes and you should not take absolutely anything I said to heart you do you boo boo I swear do you know what I swear you can literally wear anything and if you wear it with confidence and like you know with your kind of spin on it and it's like your style I think if you wear anything with confidence it just like it just looks good you just exude confidence and no one can take that away from you I used to be a lot crazier with the things I would wear like I look back on photos of me when there was a stage in my life I was probably like 19 that kind of age and oh my god was I wearing some wacky shit and my family slagged me to death like they actually slagged me to death it was like a game to them to see what mad shit I would put on the next day on holiday or like I don't know I was literally the laughing stock of the family and I didn't give one flying fuck because I was like so confident in what I was wearing and I thought it was so cool and no one could rain on my parade And now I look back on it and I'm like, there were some very questionable things. (laughs) But I also love that I had, you know, that I was confident enough to not let what anyone else was saying to get in my way and affect what I'd want to wear. And even though I don't wear as wacky stuff now, I still feel like I carry that through. I stand by, you know, just wearing whatever you want to wear and being confident in that and not letting anyone else tell you otherwise. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, don't forget to give me a little five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Share it with your friends and family. Share it on your Instagram story. Show me where you're watching it. Let me know what fashion trends you just absolutely cannot get on board with. I will leave a little question box in the episode. If you swipe down on Spotify, you'll be able to answer it. And tell me all your fashion faux pas. As always, thank you all so much for your kind messages and your support on the podcast. I love you guys so much and I will speak to you on next week's episode. Bye. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy.